0: Steve Novak, co-host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour, Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst, joining us on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline. Steve, uh, stop the panic because people are going crazy, and I kept saying don't worry about it. My level of panic is maybe at a two or a three, but uh, they did—they have run into a couple of buzz saws, man. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Wait, are you talking about the coronavirus and the oil meltdown, or are you talking about the buck?
0: Right, right. thats It seems to be on the same level of panic in some areas.
1: <laughs> no, there's a lot of... There's lots of reasons to panic right now, and I don't know if it's because, like you're alluding to, maybe there's a little bit of media that's saying, "Hey, we need to panic about coronavirus," and I think some are saying the same thing. We need to panic about the Bucks losing a couple because, I guess the truth is, the Bucks haven't lost many games, and so to see them lose, you know, two out of three, and for them to be on a tough road trip and for Giannis to be banged up, I think it does it does set in. There's a little bit of panic. Like, are the Bucks able to gonna be able to recover and mo- and maintain momentum and all that? So. Look, I think they're in great shape. They've put themselves in a position to have bumps along the way and be just fine. And so, this is a tough road trip, nearing the end of the year. And so, you want to see them playing their best and everything to look perfect. But you know they're still in great shape, and I think that's what that's what needs to surely be understood at this point.
0: So the knee injury to Giannis, uh, at least outwardly, we're being told not serious, and yesterday resting him just because. Uh, but is there uh, any level of concern there?
1: You know, I think because we saw him. In the fourth quarter, you know, when he kind of had just sustained that injury, stay in there and and really have a a very good fourth quarter. I think he scored 12 points in the fourth quarter against the Lakers and and still be out there kind of being the leader he was. I guess showed his ability to to perform on that knee. I guess that doesn't mean that it wasn't hurt and there wasn't going to need to be, you know, some time taken off for him to get it back right. Uh, But I think it was a good sign to see him out there thinking at least that he wasn't hurt and then to find out that, He needed to take a a little time off and give it rest, I think is obviously responsible. But I think hearing when they they initially say two games as well, I think that's a good sign because a lot of times they're going to obviously make it a longer window for recovery um, than maybe even expected so that they know that they have time to get a guy right. But to say two games, I think is a, a really good sign to just allow him to get that knee back to where it needs to be. and. Um, obviously not compromise anything
0: What did you uh, see uh, not so much in the, I don't want to go with the Lakers just yet, but against Phoenix, a team that yeah. for all intents and purposes, they've been battling they've been trying to climb their way back into the mix and get that eighth seed so it's not like uh, the Bucks lost to a pushover, you know uh, Phoenix up until the stretch before the Bucks got there had been playing some decent basketball, they let a couple of games get away from them, but they've been playing better so what did you see against Phoenix, let's start there
1: you know, against Phoenix, I guess. Look, you don't have Giannis. That's a, a huge piece. But but also, when you start the first quarter and it's 47, you have 47 points, and Devin Booker is cooking, and he's got you know 20 of his of his 47 points in the first quarter, and the Phoenix Suns make eight out of their first 10 three pointers, and you know by the end of the game, look, the Milwaukee Bucks won three quarters of basketball and still lost by nine points, and that's one thing Coach Bud said was look. You just can't start the game out like that and dig a hole and be you know, down by that much and allow a team to get going because, yeah, you're down by that many points, but I think the more important part of it is you've created confidence for Devin Booker, and all of a sudden Ricky Rubio is ending with a heavy triple-double and playing a game of his life, and things are going well for everybody. So I think when you start out a game without that ability to really impact the team you're playing defensively, you kind of open up the floodgates, and that's what happened. And I think, obviously, Giannis not being out there is going to play a big factor into it. But Devin Booker getting hot and not missing many shots is is equally a big part of it.
0: So, um, defensively speaking, I, when I want to go back to Friday night now. Uh, the praise, and you and I talked about this the other day, the praise being heaped upon LeBron for not only his offensive prowess, but for the few times that he did go one-on-one defensively against Giannis and he got the better of him and, you know, all that kind of stuff. What did Friday night's game mean, if anything? It would have been a confidence booster for the Bucks, yes, but is there anything else to it?
1: You know, I think when the Bucs played as well as they did against the Lakers the first time they matched up at Fiserv, I think you, you had to know the Lakers – knowing that they were in the midst of a tough schedule, too. But but they're on their home court knowing, look, we can't give up two in a row to the Bucks, And then we're playing the Clippers a couple nights later. So I think they were in the mindset that, look, we're, we have the opportunity to kind of showcase who we are and how good we are at this point. And in my opinion, it's probably healthier from a perspective of, could that be the matchup in the finals? It could. And it's healthier to probably lose a game against the Lakers instead of going into perhaps a finals where it's Bucks lakers and the Bucks are going, we swept the Los Angeles Lakers in the regular season. We beat them both times at their place and at ours. I think it's healthy to have that fear on your shoulder that look, we got beat by these guys. They showed what they could do. You know, you got LeBron showing what he can still do. It's, it, it's truly impressive and amazing for him to have 37 points and to be 35 years old and to be leading this team the way he is. He is in the MVP conversation with Giannis, and so Anthony Davis is, you know, right there with him scoring 30, and so when Giannis has 32 points, you realize, hey, Chris Middleton at 12, and there's going to need to be everybody clicking on all cylinders when it comes to the highest level at the, in the finals against the best teams, and so I think that is what you saw in that game was, hey, look, the Bucks have the best record. They've been playing good, good hoops, and they have the reigning MVP, but the Lakers are for real. I mean, they've, they've been there all season, and... It's going to be fun. If there is this matchup in the playoffs, in the finals against these two teams, we got to see. It's going to be fun basketball.
0: Already a couple of calls today that talks about Middleton and Bledsoe, about stepping up when Giannis is not in there and there's a concern. Uh, you tell me how both – because I think specifically uh, Chris Middleton has performed admirably this year. I'm not worried about him at all. Um, but, you know, I don't think that, that that discussion goes away, probably until they get to a finals, right?
1: I think you're right. There, there's there's a clear expectation. I think among fans, whether you're a fan, you know, of the NBA and you're watching from a distance, or you live in Milwaukee, if you've watched this Bucks team this year, you you do know that they the Bucks have played well enough to make it to the finals this year. Whether that's fair or not, I think that is the expectation. And for some, I think honestly, they say if they don't win it, it's a huge disappointment. But I think it, it is fair based on how dominant they've been, the historic season they're having, the way Giannis improved after coming off an MVP season and like you said the way Chris Middleton has been playing recently I mean the guy is having an absolutely career year and so I agree I think Bledsoe is that third cog that has been big time this year he has played his role he when Giannis has been out when Middleton's been out he's stepped up he's really been a key defensive piece and at times a huge offensive spark and so I think seeing that in the playoffs is going to be big and I think for there to be momentum in the early series of, of this year for Eric Bledsoe to get going and to perform well and to kind of get that monkey off his back and uh, not playing his best basketball the last two seasons in the postseason I think will be big, and it will be important. And if the, all three of those big three are playing at their best come the end of the season, I do. I think the Bucks will continue to be the, the favorite to win it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not overly concerned. And by the way, we're talking about Steve, talking to Steve Novak, co-host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour and Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst. I'm not overly concerned about where the Bucks are right now. I think, and one of the other uh, comments that I heard over the weekend was uh, if Giannis is out and then the team has to be coached, uh, they, they criticize Budenholzer. And Steve, how many open looks did they get that they just didn't hit? I mean, you can only do so much as a head coach, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's I think back to that Philly game when the Bucks played Philly on Christmas and Philly could not miss. I mean they're shooting fadeaway threes, they're making shot clock threes and and look, when it when you're talking coaching in the playoffs, that's when it's it's so it's the most important for sure. You're making the adjustments at half, you're seeing things like what Nick Nurse did last year kind of building these strange defenses that are hard to almost figure out exactly what's going on. Then you realize it's a matchup zone and so I agree with you I think that you know the coaching in the postseason is, is going to be so ramped up and the other part of it like you said is making shots you can't coach that you're, you're gonna drop the plays you're gonna have an incredible game plan and the team might execute it perfectly and then the ball doesn't go in the hole and so that's why basketball is is such a great sport is because look one game to the next can be a huge difference one year to the next and look it does you hear it so many times it comes down to guys putting the ball in the hole When you see guys getting hot, Devin Booker scoring 20 in the first quarter, you go up, it's no surprise he ended with 47.
0: Uh, Steve, before I let you go, so uh, do we have, uh, going back to Giannis and the knee injury, I wanted to ask you about this. Do we have like a, a, is it just a couple of games he's going to sit, or is this something that's going to have to now be watched for the remainder of the year?
1: You know, my understanding uh, from what the medical staff has put out is that Uh, this is something that they're being precautionary with. They're not overly concerned. I think that's why they gave it the short window of recovery that they did. Um, But that being said, I think it's going to be largely probably based on, now that they've done the precautionary MRI and they had a look at it, I'm not a doctor, but they're going to be basing it largely on Giannis. I think the medical staff has always been very open with listening to what the guys are feeling and, and what they're saying, and obviously they've got They've got the uh, expertise, and they've shown it. They've done a, a fantastic job of, I think, keeping these guys minute, minutes where they need to be and keeping them healthy. So I think there's a lot of trust with this medical staff that the Bucks have right now.
0: Always good, my friend. Enjoy the rest of the week. We'll talk again next week. we got a, We got a week off, don't we? We don't have a show this week.
1: No, not this week. We'll be back, what, on the 17th, I believe. Uh, we'll be St. Back.
0: Patrick's Day is when we go face first into some Guinness, I guess, that night.
1: <laughs> that sounds good. All right. I'll be looking forward to that. Talk to you later.
0: See ya. There you go. Steve Novak, a co host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour and Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst as well. He's right. It's next Tuesday that we have the show. And I believe we're down at, I want to say Good City, but I'm not positive. I believe we're at Good City, though. So, uh, but the, uh, the, 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 the pro surfaces. Pro surfaces is where we're going to be. Pro surfaces. That's a BYOG. Bring your own Guinness, I guess. Pro services is where we're going to be. So there you have it. So we're going to be there uh, hanging out and doing the Milwaukee basketball hour. Looking forward to that. Uh, he joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or to go to schneiderjobs.com. This- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.